0: Hey, uh, hi, happy, oh god.
1: Yeah, I was I was wondering, I thought you had something, like, goofy planned with the, oh, you put the no, I... tripod up without the sign.
0: For our audio-only listeners, I, uh, have my glasses on and my, time's not up. You guys might not even know that there are signs. There are.
1: We mention them on a, on a daily basis, so I'm sure you know there are yeah, signs. On a now. daily
2: basis, I forget them. Um. Happy raw. Happy, sure. Sure. It was sure. a day.
1: Uh. You yeah, maybe I'm just exhausted. Maybe I I'm not enjoying it because I'm fucking exhausted. Busy time to be
2: me. But.
1: Uh, the most ex- the most interesting thing about today was the promos. There were a lot of really good promos today, but the matches
2: they were hit or miss. Hey, uh, there was like two good matches, I think.
1: Three, I'd say.
2: Three, okay. Yeah. I don't know what
1: three, but uh, three.
2: Is this just a gut feeling of
1: yours, sure, oh, yeah, those three
0: okay. um, all right, Mark. I need you to perk up a little bit. you gotta be uh, a give it your all.
1: I have to be about six in the morning. Sorry, give it open. your all
0: you're not giving it your all
1: um you know if what? it sounds
0: like a missile's going off, that's because I'm opening my water bottle.
1: you know what if I give it my all. That means I get to go to bed sooner, so...
0: True! There you go, buddy!
1: Alright, so this is Monday Night Raw. The go-home to Survivor Series. Literally, there was barely anything promoting any fucking Survivor Series stuff. There was, and besides them telling us the cards and shit, there was uh, the Usos and Biggie. There was uh, Becky mentioning Charlotte. Uh, RK Bro mentioning the Usos. Oh, they they had a match six-man tag against the, the Usos. But it doesn't seem like there's any contention. Randy just wants to beat them so that they'll get off raw. That's it. think like he wants his life to be easier. Um literally no Damien Priest. And yet, they promoted his match against Shinsuke.
0: I really thought we'd get Damien at like any any point tonight.
1: This Survivor Series literally feels anything but uh, brand supremacy. Like, I, I... It
0: just feels like Sonya and Adam fighting themselves, question mark?
1: No, they're fighting their own rosters. Because Sonia and Pierce are on the same side. Especially, like, from last Monday when they both organized that Fatal Five way.
2: Like, who's competing?
0: It's... I mean, even Becky Lynch said that
1: it's not brand, brand the
0: Brand supremacy. supremacy... No, she said that the Brand Supremacy gimmick is, like...
1: But that's the whole point of Survivor Series. The whole point is brand supremacy. It's been the whole point for like 20 years
2: now. I don't know what to tell you because
0: I. I it, this is just. This is. Survivor Series used to be one of my favorite pay per views. And this mm. one, I'm like. Yes, I'll watch it, because I do pay for Peacock, and I've already paid for this month, so...
1: I'm sure the matches will be good, because the wrestlers are good. True. But there's no story. The the only story is Kevin Owens, Pierce being power-mad, and and Roman in the New Day. That's it.
0: And Sonya kind of being power-mad, too, I would say.
1: Yeah, but... None of, like, power I guess, the Aaliyah stuff, but, like, there's no development on that. It, like, just happened on Friday, and there's the go-home show left. But, uh, let's...
2: Zen.
3: Hmm?
0: Zen. I hmm. got nothing for you.
1: Uh, let's, let's give, only let give a little nutshell for everyone. So... More uh, Kevin Owens kind of solidifying that he's healed. He had a match with Finn. Bianca's wrestling. I don't know what the story is with Bianca and fucking Dewdrop. I don't. It's. It's so weak. Most feuds right now that aren't for titles are weak. Even if they are for titles, they're pretty weak. Um. They they sowed some seeds between Bianca, uh, not Bianca, Becky and Liv. It's Street profits vs. Half Academy, which is kind of fun. Um, some bullshit with with Rhea and Nikki to act like they care about the women's tag title, even though there's only two tag teams.
0: And one is barely an established tag team they just kind of like accidentally fell ass
1: backwards into each other I mean both teams both teams did that you know you're right um Finn versus Kevin happened uh and then Bobby Lashley got kicked off of uh, the Raw Survivor Series team and replaced by Austin Theory and that's everything eventful that happened on this uh on this Raw Yep. Yep. How do we come out of such a great pay per view as Full Gear and go into this?
0: This happens every time. This happens four times a year. Literally, we watch an AEW pay per view and we're like, "This was amazing! Oh my god!" Well, let's not just limit it to
1: AEW. Impact pay per views. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Too. Impact does their pay per views on Saturday. What I'm saying is that we come off of like a Sunday pay per view, which is usually AEW and then we have to sit down and watch raw it's like
1: even with wwe pay per views like most of the time they're good like crown jewel was fantastic and we went from we go from those pay per views which are just filled with solid matches to a very lackluster episode that doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything but bore the life out of you it's yeah. like that's the goal.
2: They don't want us to watch it anymore? Yeah. Fine. Yes.
1: I don't know who they're trying to like market towards because none of it makes sense. and They're marketing it towards Vince. Vince is the only audience member at this point.
0: I think Vince is like... It, it's just the old men upstairs. That's who they're marketing it for.
1: But it, it, they don't even care either. They don't. They don't care. Like, when we do it,
0: It's... You know what it reminds me of?
1: Hmm.
0: People keep saying that, like... Analytics are ruining baseball. In, like, the sense that, like, all this computerized shit is, like, ruining baseball. um, Because you're focusing on... Things that might be patterns, but, like, it's not really... Confirmed or anything? Mm-hmm. This feels like that. This feels like just sort of basing it on like what some algorithms say.
1: Yeah, uh but the thing is, AW has numbers too. They've got analytics. They pay attention and and care about the numbers. Their A lot of what AW. Suffer.
0: A lot of what AEW does is stuff that, like, the fans want them to do, which, like I've said before, I think I said this last night. On paper, it sounds shitty. In practice, it works. You do it right.
1: It's like the Marvel movies. Yeah, they're predictable. You know the good guy is going to win. But it's the journey. They know it's the journey. They know it's the matches they know it's the setup they know it's the plot line it's not just the destination it's not just the subverting of the expectations and i mean i i feel like what i'm saying isn't even relevant because we got no destinations out of today's raw there were no moments it w- it was all kind of set up it was all kind of Lead up to God knows what because none of it feels like it's going anywhere, and it's all so boring.
0: I know, like, the thing, like, I remember I don't remember when it was, I just remember Roman said it that, like, fans are too, like, fans that complain too much about like, the storytelling being slow, and it's like. At this point, it's so slow we're not even getting stories. So, like, Ray and Dawn thing, like, where's that going? Sonia
2: and Naomi, where's that going?
0: Yeah. Then, yeah. like, they do shit with Adam Pierce where it's like, one day we had Adam Pierce, and now we've got Scrap Daddy who's just fucking flying by the seat of his pants.
1: Whenever there's a good story that WWE presents, you just have to think in the back of your head, when are they going to fuck this up? When well, are they going to screw was the balls? Thing,
2: that was the thing that, like,
0: a lot of people were talking about. Um, or not a lot of people, but I saw people talking, like, you know, going into full gear, there were ways that, like, W could swerve and do this instead of letting um, Adam Page win I was like I think a lot of us have been watching a little too much WWE because like that's a very WWE thing to do where it's like we expect this obvious outcome Yeah, don't get it
1: but here's the thing when there's an obvious outcome we, I, I think I've mentioned this before when there's an obvious outcome way you're supposed to do it the best way to do it that that feeds the expectations but doesn't you know isn't too predictable is you give a little more you satisfy those expectations and you give more what happened at full gear with hangman Adam Page winning that was the expected victory you satisfied that a little bit extra was the stuff with the young bucks you know?
0: Jackson didn't need to nod like that, dude.
1: You sprinkle a little bit of surprise in there. But you don't make the surprise the main event. You
0: know what it's like? Hmm. It's like... Um... I watched this cooking show, and this guy was making uh, spare barbecue ribs. He said that in his barbecue mix, he likes to put like a little bit of cinnamon. Because like people eat it and like... I get, like, that surprise, like, oh, there's a little cinnamon in this, and it's, like, yummy. You're still giving them exactly what they expected. Mm-hmm. But you're adding a little something that's gonna make them be like, oh, okay. <sighs> I don't
1: know. Well, with all that said, you want to go into the news?
0: You no, know, I guess we could go into the news.
1: Don't forget the uh, sign. And...
0: Ah, got it. I'm gonna knock the damn thing over.
2: That's upside down. Had to play that game in a while. Um, and the phone. the sign feels way too close to me. Yeah, for space. Okay, so news.
0: Um, a little bit of NJPW news Chris Dickinson injured himself Um, he confirmed it after Battle of I've seen Battle of the Valley I've seen Battle in the Valley I was staring at the title card today while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to watch I don't know which one it is. Um I think it's Battle in the Valley. Um but he apparently got injured at the event and apparently he said that he dislocated his leg out of his rear out of the rear of his hip socket. Then in the process experienced an acetabulum posterior wall fracture.
1: Something in, like
0: that. I have no clue what that means. Um, but he did say that the process of dealing with the pain is, of this type of dislocation is unlike anything I've ever experienced in my lifetime. So. Apparently, like. He may have gotten surgery today. It's not. He hasn't. He said that he might. Um, I don't know if he ended up doing that. -hmm. Said that it depended on because like the people that were working on him were like same people that like work on like car accident victims and like motorcycle accident victims. So he said, you know, depending on like you know the life threatening shit, I might get surgery today.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, how long that means he's going to be
1: out. Um, Um, Brody King also talked about Chris Dickinson and his injury. Uh, Okay. he tweeted, I need everyone to know that when Chris Dickinson was in the back with his hip out of place, an enormous amount of pain, he was staring the EMTs in the eyes, yelling the lyrics of Pride by Madball at them. The man's on another level of tough.
0: Chris <laughs> what?
1: I fucking love Chris Dickinson so much.
0: I I do too. He's really just one of the most interesting little characters in my opinion. Yeah. Um, apparently he suffered the injury after hitting a top rope frog splash in his tag with Brody against Bateman and Mysterioso. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. Good
3: luck, Chris.
1: Yeah. Uh, um. Do you want to... This isn't, like, any promotion news, but there, there's the news about Jonathan Gresham. You want to talk about that real it's quick? It's
0: part of me. I don't. I want to wait. Okay. Um... That fits into
2: my WWE news. Oh, okay. Um so Bronson Reed has finally found his
0: piece of work. Jonah. Um yeah, well yeah. Um Jonah is going to he came to Battle in the Valley. He announced that he's going to be at the upcoming strong tapings. I think the first one is going to be Riverside. Um, so that means that we've probably got a couple more weeks till we see him in action for real. Yeah. Um, or unless you buy the tickets. Um, uh, He attacked Juice on Robinson's match with Moose.
1: Oh. Um, Which is interesting because did, did he call out Juice or Moose? Moose. Oh, I thought on Twitter he, he called out Juice too. It um, called. All
0: I remember seeing was Jonah looking at Moose and talking.
1: Um, but since I I um thought he was going after Juice, I thought that it was weird because like Juice is no won't be in contract contract with NJPW soon. Yeah. Um. Still don't know what's happening with that, but hopefully he sticks around with new japan or goes to somewhere better better than an alternative
0: i'm sure he wouldn't I...
1: look his his what his wife is there a wife girlfriend tony uh, fiance fiance his tony
2: um
0: was some aw news Cody Rhodes
1: deleted his Twitter.
0: No idea why. I uh don't know why either. Um
1: Just imagine this. Imagine this. Next week. Or maybe even like before Dynamite. A new Twitter emerges. Oh. Not named Cody Rhodes. It's named Stardust. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> No. Oh no Please. no. Oh. Reemerge. the day.
0: Um so there's a Ring of Honor World Championship match that was announced for final battle. Um honor for all. Uh Jonathan Gresham defeated Brody King to become the number one contender to the Ring of Honor world title. Um, so he will be fighting Bandito.
1: That's sick.
0: A really kind of the party that really hopes that Gresham wins
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I feel like that makes sense as like the final
1: but I love Bandito
0: I do too I'm just saying that like I feel like it makes sense
1: Um, I've got some Brian Pillman Jr. news if you want me to talk about that
0: I, I did this I wanted to do the champion news before my uh, Cody news so
1: go ahead so brian pillman jr made a series of tweets um he's he tweeted i just lost everything in a matter of a couple days i am so empty i don't know what to do So context uh his phone got stolen which that wasn't like the the main thing with his phone he lost so many pictures and memories with that phone uh he lost his girlfriend and uh his dog almost died um and he's offering When you
0: say when you say lost his girlfriend, what do you mean?
1: I what be- believe mean? broke up.
0: Oh my head cuz you you said lost a phone and then lost a girl and I was like
1: Right. Um he he just tweeted I lost my girlfriend. Could have misplaced her. Um yeah. but he's he's offering a uh well in in the tweet he says no, no memories or photos to look back on and reminisce over a year of pictures completely gone, and he's offering a twenty-five hundred dollar reward to an, whoever can find uh, his phone and any any connection with the person who stole it. So, um, and he said his his whole time in Jacksonville feels like it's been erased. That's why his phone means so much to him. Um, and I get it.
0: Yeah, that but sucks.
1: You, uh, everyone should upload their pictures to backup or the cloud or something. Save all that shit. Um, I've got all my pictures in the, in the cloud. Not a you cloud. You don't have to pay for what? your cloud. Yeah, I don't have to.
0: Yeah, I know, <laughs> I do. Oh,
1: um but yeah. Everyone, uh, I I think it's in the Jacksonville area. Be aware of that reward and the stolen phone. Best wishes to to Brian Pullman Jr. though.
0: Yeah. Uh, I hope he pulls it together a little bit. That sucks. Yeah. Hopefully he's got
2: some friends that he can Yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, um, all right. So, WWE news. I'm going to get into this one because it's open on my phone and I'm trying to.
0: remember how we kind of had like the, a brief conversation about how like it's weird that hit rose oh Um the hit rose feuds have been primarily about like culture and making fun of other people's culture having their culture made fun of like
1: i i know uh, exactly what you're referencing what you're gonna be talking yeah. about and uh oh boy
0: Oh, Top Dawg did what he does best, which is release a diss track. Um,
1: does he do it best, though?
0: I don't know. I don't feel like I'm a good judge of what's good rap. Um, I know when somebody's flow is good, but that's about it.
2: Um, so I didn't hear this. So
0: he posted this diss track aimed at Jinder and Shanky and has since deleted this track. Um, he apparently said some stuff that was racially insensitive. I'm reading the lyrics. I, I I see what people are saying. I do
1: something about, Uh, I'm
0: not going to read them all out on this. Right. Right.
1: Um, yeah. And it's one thing with, uh, gender and Shanky, Doing their rap and kind of mocking Hit Row and their culture, but that was written by old white men. Top Dollar did his out of his own volition, allegedly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be here to play the referee on that one, but like, it's just. I. I don't know.
2: Um. One way or another. Stella did what he did.
0: deleted the track because there there, there are things in it that like that's it's just not very cool to say. And then he tweeted, when Jinder and Shanky made jokes about the culture, quote unquote, and turned their hat backwards and beatbox all the things that all the things that were making beatboxed all the things that were making fun of my culture. I literally laughed and they know that. Responded with a track doing the same thing in fun with a point of entertainment. All in an uproar about a track that Jinder himself knew was coming. I'm over y'all flooding mentions, so I deleted it. The whole point of this was for us to have a good time with what we were doing. If you think I was insensitive, I just hope you have the same energy for my culture.
1: But here, I mean, here's the thing. I'm I'm, I'm not here to talk about like why one is is you know more offensive over the other. But Top dollar outright said in his lyrics, "Stuff that is insensitive." Uh Jinder and Shanky I, I don't know what Shanky said in his uh, in his rap because it was in his own language, but all they did was just rap and beatbox, and it wasn't in like a, like a, a satirical kind of way. It was just, you know. They just did it.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
1: And and they they did it pretty well. I mean Shanky did it well. I can't I, I don't think Jinder did, but
0: um I get what he's saying, I do. Um again, I'm not gonna be the referee on that one, but uh it's um, just
1: Sorry, Miriam just uh, said that Shanky's whole rap was very basic about why he's better than Hit Row. It was nothing serious.
3: Okay. Thank
2: you, Mariam. Um Yeah, it...
0: Regardless, like... I don't know, hitting back with, like, something like what he did with this diss track, it's like...
1: Yeah, it... It also doesn't uh, help that consistently, Top Dollar is a fucking clown on Twitter.
0: He he just needs to take a step.
1: He needs One to shut step. the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying that he needs to not be as reactive.
1: Yeah, that? yeah. He's a very, very reactive, reactive
0: person. <laughs> um, so Woods, Xavier Woods, is going to be hosting a WWE G Four video game competition series. Hmm. It's going to be the Catastrophic Launch Spectacular on Tuesday, November 16th, tomorrow.
1: Better not be for 2K20.
0: It is... Okay, so the the press release um, WWE says Catastro- Catastrophic Launch Spectacular is set for this Tuesday and will feature Woods along with the first looks at X-Play, Boosted, Dungeons & Dragons Presents Invitation to Party and more.
2: Um So hmm that's like a fun. lot of shit,
0: yeah
1: um, also, this isn't uh regarding w w e but show has a new shirt, uh, and it looks sick. Oh, you sent me? Yeah, that's what I sent you. It looks awesome
0: The shame that show is fucking annoying. <laughs>
1: Like, it spells out the snake around the arrow, spells out his name, too.
2: Hey, yeah, it does, doesn't it?
1: You know what? I'm gonna get that for myself. That we
0: awesome. don't like show.
1: Yeah, Shows but I, are going like as hell. I like the shirt, and that's like the only Bullet Club shirt that I could be happy wearing.
2: The way we sell out so fast in this world. <laughs>
1: Let me see Um, if it's on their store.
0: So, now back to that Jonathan Gresham news. Um, Mr. Gresham has announced that he has a new wrestling promotion. Um, It's called Terminus. Um, It's, like, tagline is Modern Age Grappling. And the first event for it is going to take place on January 16th of next year. Um... Seth Rollins actually commented on it and said, one time a young Jonathan Gresham paid my booking fee when the promoter couldn't come up with the cash, so I would stay and work. We ended up te- tearing it up in front of about six people and had a couple more bangers months later. He never looked back. Invest in yourself, friends. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for this. I really am. I... Anybody who knows me knows that grappling is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So to have a promotion based around it. So excited.
1: I'd see uh, some Tyler Rust there. Taylor. Aria, sorry, Taylor Rust. Aria Daivari. Maybe. Um, um also that that show shirt is 30 bucks.
0: Just do it.
1: <laughs> it's so sick.
0: One might say it's show sick. Alright. Um but yeah, I I mean it makes so much sense that Jonathan Gresham's doing this. He, he the the pure division was sort of him. Like, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm hoping that this gets all the love it needs to prosper.
1: Absolutely. Um having having kind of Promotions dedicated to certain things is very beneficial to, uh, to the industry. As we, saw, as we see with like GCW being dedicated to hardcore matches, uh, it adds a lot of variety uh, to the industry. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
0: I do love the idea that Jonathan Gresham was like, I'm not joining another company. I'm making my own.
1: <laughs> which, which kind of makes me think that we won't see him. In, in other promotions.
0: Probably not. But that's fine.
1: I mean. I make appearances.
0: I think as long as he's happy with what he's doing. I mean, that's the most you could ask for for everybody that was in Ring of Honor.
3: Yeah.
2: I got the matches and promos sign up.
0: Mark is currently purchasing a thing. I think I believe that's right. why he's quiet and doing absolutely nothing.
1: I am. I'm, I'm buying that show T-shirt. It's just believe so it. cool. I don't like show very much. Show's cool looking, but the shirt is.
0: Shows the same. Shows the exact same deal as evil. Shows cool looking, and shows just not fun to watch anymore. And it's not because of, like, his wrestling or anything. It's just because of, like, it's Dick Togo. It's Dick Togo. That's it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Now that that's done. So we started off. Biggie comes out. He says, a lot of people have their eyes on me. I have plenty to give with Thanksgiving upon us. Roman, it was supposed to be brand versus brand, but you took it to a place we could never come back from. You put your hands on my family. I got to beat your ass like you stole something. Now I gotta make sure there are empty beds in Brooklyn hospitals for you. I gotta take a piece of you. Uh you will never get back. That is Sunday, and this is Monday. Kevin Owens, bring your lying carcass out here so we can handle our business.
0: Um he called him treacherous as well. Please don't forget that.
1: My mistake, my mistake. Uh so Kevin Owens comes out. He says there's nothing more I would love than to get in that ring and beat the hell out of you again. There's something I gotta get off my chest. You cost me my match against Seth Rollins. That's my third straight loss com- since coming to RAW. That's not including you questioning my integrity. I snapped. How could I not? I was never lying. If you say it, that must be true. You've got some. You've got everyone judging me. Everyone judging me can go to hell, including you. Because of you, the perception of me uh, is I'm a scumbag. I will be the bad guy everybody wants me to be. I promise you, I'm going to be worse. I'm about to break bad on every single superstar and every person in every arena. You deserve it. Everything that happens from here on out is your fault. Um, he he leaves. Biggie starts following him. The Usos come out and attack Biggie. They say, Biggie, I know you can't hear me. Roman Reigns says his regards. He'll see you Sunday. And RK, Bro, they can get this word too. Uh, we run Friday night. Uh, riddle runs in and attacks the usos Tony deville comes out and says everybody get back in the ring we're having a tag team match right now seth rollins comes out and he's just laughing he's you know is strutting his way in there and he's just there to watch uh and then we get biggie <clears throat> versus riddle versus the usos or biggie and yeah. versus the usos
0: whatever biggie gets in um versus jimmy jimmy's basically a doormat when Riddle gets in against Jay um, and also Jimmy because Jimmy hasn't left the ring um, they level him. Big E gets back in eventually. Uh, it's, base- it's the Usos playground at that point. But Big E launches both brothers with belly to belly suplexes and then Rollins he sends one of the Usos into Rollins and Rollins gets pissed off. Big E clocks him and then Rollins jumps into the ring after he's recovered DQ. Match,
1: yeah yeah and then in true WWE fashion we then run it back with a six-man tag Riddle Randy Orton and Big E versus the Usos and Seth Rollins
0: yep oh we start with Rollins versus Riddle Rollins gets like kind of kicked in the jaw and then kind of holds on to his jaw a bit like too long like Stands there like this for a couple seconds, tags out, walks to like the middle of where the ropes are, and just kind of stands there for a little bit longer, just like feeling it
3: mm-hmm.
0: before slowly getting himself out of the ring. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Oops. Hope everything's okay. Um, when Biggie gets in, he kind of takes hold of the match, he hits belly to bellies to all. Uh, the Usos. Um, he gets a big splash. He wants. He he almost goes for the cover. He doesn't. He wants the big ending. Don't get it. Um. I believe it was Jimmy connects with an Enziguri. We get a big splash on the apron though. Uh, we go to commercial break, and when we come back, Riddles in. It's basically anybody's match for this whole time. Um. And then. Finally, Seth, out of nowhere, really rolls up Riddle, stacks him up real high. Doesn't cheat. The clean win. Um, it looked like he was kind of grabbing for shorts, but doesn't.
1: Yep, yep, so. yep. Then we get an interview with Bianca. Um, she says that Dewdrop Drop thinks she should be on the Survivor Series team instead of her. Or instead of me, it is what it is. Uh, Dewdrop is the one who keeps sticking her nose in my business. Tamina then walks out. She says, tonight you're my business. Um, Bianca says, I was hoping for Dewdrop, but you'll do. We get Kevin Owens in an interview backstage. He says, I told everybody I'll be the bad guy they want me to be. I am a man of my word. Finn Bauer then walks in. He says, I'm sorry I wasn't there last week when you needed people to vouch for you. I would have told you to your face. I don't trust you one bit. It was supposed to be me and Seth, but now it's me and you. Kevin says, tonight? That's too bad for you. And that's no lie. And then we get Bianca Belair versus Tamina. Yeah,
0: it's not much of a match. Um, Bianca's, uh, Bianca can kind of starts the match off. Uh, She's Got her feet up on the second rope, pounding into Tamina's head in the corner. Um, there's a lariat across the chest to Bianca. And a dropkick to Tamina kind of gets Bianca back up, moving a little bit. She hits Tamina with a spine bust or too. Um, Tamina then goes up top, only to be brought down by Bianca. Um, Bianca then moonsaults into Tamina's knees. And then Bianca gets the vertical suplex on Tamina. And... Sometimes I just remember when like she and Natty won the tag titles at WrestleMania.
1: Mm.
0: How far separated we are from those days.
1: Yeah. Also, real quick, um, there is a GoFundMe to support Chris Dickinson uh after his injury at Battle in the Valley. Um So if you can support Chris Dickinson as much as you can, he's an insane talent. Uh and they've already raised uh five thousand out of his twenty thousand dollar goal.
2: Wow. That's impressive.
1: Yeah. So hopefully he gets the, the support that he needs. Alright. Uh after that we Becky Lynch comes out. She says, Charlotte acts like she doesn't know who I am. I'm the person who used to be your best friend. The person who rode everywhere with you, the person who was there with a shoulder to cry on. I'm also the person who realized a friendship with Charlotte comes with conditions. I'm the person who said to hell with your friendship. I'm the person who had to be more than a, than a one note rip off of someone else. I'm the person whose success has made you the most miserable human being. I'm the person you're gonna go face to face with at Survivor Series. This is not about brand supremacy, this is about personal legacy. I'm going to be the person who beats the ever-living piss out of you. Uh Uh-oh. And then Liv Morgan comes out. She says, I'm sorry for interrupting this weird little love-hate obsession thing you you and Charlotte always have. Uh, Last week, you just walked away from me. I can't let you do that again. Especially not after I finally won the opportunity I've been waiting for. A chance to take that Raw Women's Championship off of the person I once admired the most. Becky says, I once gave you, I only gave you a moment after your victory. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. I didn't know you would underperform so badly. Some people have it, some people don't. Look at me. I left for a year and a half and won this bad boy. All that time, what have you done? The point was I told you to get this title while I was gone, because now you're not getting your hands on it. Liv says, "I I think we all can agree that Big Time Bex is really just a big time bitch. And then the Damn. brawl, yeah, it's it's their one bitch per episode. Uh, brawl breaks out, and that's that. We then get our like um, hmm.
0: I liked Liv's uh sort of Britney Spears esque costume.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought that was really pretty, and she looked hot as hell.
1: Um, you mean her gear today? Or did she have a oh, costume? Oh, she walked out in. Oh, okay. The, the red kind of outfit.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I use the word costume.
1: I was like, did she like our Halloween costume?
0: <laughs> yeah, I words aren't my specialty tonight.
1: <laughs> All right, so we then get an RK Bro promo. Randy says, How many times do we have to talk about you playing hero? The last two weeks, you, you go to that ring, you help out the Street Profits, and what happened? Riddle says, "Almost flattened me." Randy said, "It was your fault for interjecting tonight. Biggie makes a mess. You interject yourself. Biggie is champ. He doesn't need your help." Riddle says, "I just wish he, we could put our heads together like osmosis. I thought it was a good strategy to help him." Randy says, "It doesn't make sense to anybody. Nobody understands. The only thing that matters to me is these titles and this team." Randy Riddle says. So you do care about me, if Randy just walks off screaming. Uh, The prophets then walk in. Uh, Dawkins says, "He still doesn't like us, does he?" Riddle says, "Randy has a funny way of showing he likes you." I gotta start acting more like Randy. Um, Dawkins and says, "Only time, the only time to do that is when the bell rings." Why? Uh, you covered your camera for a second.
0: I just, it was kind of musty
1: yeah. um and then when when riddle says i got to start acting more like randy that betrayals happening very soon very soon
0: i don't i don't know about very soon but i feel like he's, soon enough
1: he's going to start putting on the the viper's trademarks you know he's already been training in the ways of randy but now he's trying to be more like randy which means
0: betrayal is that part of the Randy system
1: it is because he's betrayed so many people I mean look at uh, fucking edge and Ric Flair Uh, and Bray Wyatt too
2: so then next up we have the Street
1: Profits versus Alpha Academy
0: Yeah, this was a decent enough match. Um, Dawkins starts against Chad Gable, and he just kind of takes the piss out of Chad. Uh, he suplexes him a few times. Montez gets in, hits him with a drop kick. Um, even after Chad like gets a leg up in the match, Montez still hits him again with another drop kick and takes over the match up until Otis gets in. Um, Gable moonsaults onto
2: Abs. Absolutely
0: no one um, he tags back in um, eventually sorry I meant to segue but um when Gable eventually tags back in kind of under the assumption that things will be fine this time uh, he moonsaults onto absolutely no one um, totally commits to it though so that was cool um, but it doesn't matter because he gets Otis back in um, Montez Jumps into Otis's arms with the intention of a crossbody and gets just dumped into the ground. Um, Otis, however, is sent into the barricade after running after Dawkins. Um, Cable gets back in, and I think Otis was going to help with a team offense, but Dawkins grabbed his leg. So Otis ran after him. Dawkins dodged him. He went into the barricade. Chad goes up top. Montez went up top. Chad hit him down um, but Montez ended up rolling through
3: Uh oh
2: Uh oh we lost you Uh oh Liz is
1: frozen She'll be back in a second To uh Hopefully finish explaining the match We'll see though We'll see. How's everyone doing tonight? you watch raw, did y'all enjoy it?
2: Hope you enjoyed it more than us. Any second now, shall we connect? Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Oh no. Well,
1: um, so I'm here to entertain you in this meantime. While well, Liz takes a very long time to connect. Uh, you know, let, let me take this time to, oh, never mind. <laughs> Liz is back. There we go. I,
0: uh, I switched Wi-Fi's and then I... Sat here for a little while and then I was like, "Fine, fuck it, I'll just leave the call."
1: Hmm. Well, as you were saying with the with the match, I don't remember. Where oh, you left did off. did
2: you not?
0: I, fi- I mean, I finished the match.
1: Not where you left off.
0: Where did I leave off?
1: I don't know. It's, it's something with Otis. Something with Otis.
0: Oh, good. Um, only half my notes contain that, so. <laughs> Uh, Did he, did Montez jump into Otis's arms at, at any point when I was talking? I think so. Helps if Mark would listen when I talk.
1: I do, you just mention a lot with the, these recaps.
0: Um, I, I, I don't know where to start. So anyways, Gaywoman insults onto no one, he gets Otis back in, uh, Montez jumps into Otis's arms, Jumped on the ground. Otis gets sent into the barricade after running after Dawkins, who interferes with the match a little bit. And then Chad goes up top. Montez goes up top. Chad smacks him down, but... When Chad Frog splashes onto Montez, Montez rolls through to get the win. There
3: you go.
1: Okay. Um. Also, New Japan released a statement. Uh, not really a statement, but... A tweet saying that all the way through next year, we will... Have dream matches, dream cards, and dream events to bring everyone the power of pro wrestling and bring us to a post-COVID world. And uh, they they then linked the Super Junior uh, event with that. That's exciting. Alright, so then after that we had Adam Pearce with Rey Mysterio. Rey said, that's my son. And you just threw him in there with Lashley. We had, an, we had an agreement he would be in the match. Are you a man of your word or not? Pierce says, you're a legend, but I advise you to stay in your lane. I'm the man putting you in a match tonight against Bobby Lashley. We then get another vignette for Veer. It says coming to Raw. Again. Uh, and then we get Nikki Ash versus Queen Zelina.
0: Yeah, and uh, if you were complaining that I had too many notes before, guess what?
1: Nobody was complaining we cross about body. you and having too many notes.
0: You got a crossbody to Zelina, and then Nikki like rolls through the ropes. She tries to pin multiple times early, but does not get a pin at all. Um, and eventually, after some back and forth, Zelina gets a code red to win.
1: Yes, and then uh, we get immediately after that, Ray Ripley versus Carmella.
0: Which this was so stupid because like. First of all, I was already in a bad mood watching this because during the uh, Zelina Nikki match, we have Corey saying nobody's watching the match because Carmella was standing ringside. He said we're all looking at her, and I said, "Oh my god, oh my god, dear lord,
2: give me the strength." Mm.
0: Um, but then after that match, you know Zelina saying nasty shit. And Carmel's joining in, and Rhea kind of confronts Carmel in the ring. And I was like, and Danalo is ringside, like, ladies, ladies, don't. It's like, just fucking ring the bell. Like, they have a match. Mm-hmm. Just ring the bell. Let's get it started. Anyways, they don't ring the bell. We go to commercial break. They ring the bell during commercial break because we come back and the match is started. Um. Rhea gets Carmella up into a vertical suplex. Ragdolls her around for a little bit. Uh, Carmella, at some point, gets Rhea onto her ass and kind of begins choking her out. We get a dropkick to Carmella. Um, Rhea gets reignited off. That hits the Northern Lights suplex. Um, And then a super kick to the cheek of Rhea is nearly enough to subdue her, but Rhea ends up hitting Carmella with a headbutt and a Riptide to win.
1: Yes. um We then, after that, get Adam Pierce and Biggie. Pierce says to Biggie, Raw needs you. You have to stay focused. Biggie says, Don't worry about my focus. Um, he then lists everything going on right now. Pierce says, There's a ton of chaos, but you got to be above that. I'm not going to find you anywhere near Finn and Kevin Owens because I got two words for you Brock Lesnar. Which is weird. Is he is he implying a fine and suspension like Brock, or is he gonna sick Brock on him like some rabid dog?
0: Yeah, that was the part that like confused me when he said it, cause I was like,
2: like, I, is is Brock just like Adam Pierce's little puppet? At
1: this point, definitely not.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, What is... <laughs> Brock's like being kept in like a cage in the basement <laughs> in the raw underground set and Pierce is like "I'll unlock it." <laughs> um yeah, I don't fucking know.
1: We then get an interview with Seth Rollins. He says, "I'm not going to be a part of Team Raw. I'm going to lead Team Raw. Leading is what I was born to do. Like when I led the Usos to victory today after Survivor Series, I'm going to turn my attention to Big E." I'm going to take the WWE championship. I'm going to lead the show, my show, to the mountaintop. I am a visionary. I am a revolutionary. I am Seth freaking Rollins. And then we get Finn Bauer versus Kevin Owens.
2: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, this was a match. This was a a, a pretty damn good match,
0: in my humble, humblest of opinions um so some big actually this is really funny uh we start we really kick things off with a, a nice clubbing blow to the back of finn which was very funny because of the framing of it. it was kevin and then like we had Finn sort of like down here Kevin just fucking wallops him finn just drops out of frame
3: <laughs>
0: and i thought it was really funny mm-hmm. Um, we get to see Kevin hit something that I totally knew the name of, um, the Sidewinder back suplex, which was fucking weird and it was funny because nobody on commentary knew what to make of it.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, Jimmy called it a a suplex. I think
0: Jimmy said something, he said some sort of back suplex um yeah thanks uh sean ross out (laughs) um finn ultimately gets a boot to the jaw of kevin sending him from the ring he dives out onto him um we see a superplex to finn finn gets himself a little bit of time with a dragon sleeper right into a sharp elbow um balor gets the sling blade he wants the drop kick but kevin gets his foot up for the super kick Finn gets into position for the coup de gras, eventually. Kevin Owens avoids it. Finn lands on his toes. It always makes me worry, like, his little ankles. What does he do with them? He must work them out so much, like, I... I'm not sure. But he stresses me out whenever he, like, fucking, like, does not hit the coup de gras, or even when he does hit the coup de Mm gras. I'm like...
2: Um... Yeah, so
0: Finn lands on his toes. Uh, gets powerbombed. Kevin then goes up top to Cannonball, but Finn gets his knees up. There is a dropkick off of that into another attempt at a coup de But Kevin Owens shakes the ropes. Ultimately, Kevin gets a stunner
2: to win the match. Poor Finn. Poor poor Finn.
1: Yep, he cannot get a win at all. Um, next up we have AJ and Omas in an interview. AJ says the dirty dogs aren't in the same food chain. The world would be a better place if the Usos would get rid of the New Day and get off our show. Then the Street Profits always want our smoke. What does that even mean? Uh, what, 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 what does he suggest getting? AJ?
0: Um oh like a god smoke
1: bomb kind of thing.
0: Oh 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 no. <laughs> he suggests um a dura flame uh fire log.
1: Yeah. Get a Duraflame, you get a lot of smoke from that. Um the, the Avengers had a Hulk while I have an omas. Uh they stole a win from us last week. Uh Omas says Tonight I will make them suffer. AJ says you watch Godzilla, right? I told you that was a great monster movie. <laughs> we then get a promo with the Dirty Dogs, and Dolph says, "We watched a classic that remind classic movie that reminds us of you folks." Um, Omos, you're like Arnold Schwarzenegger. AJ, you're like Danny DeVito. Twins. Didn't think I'd ever hear a twins reference in in fucking WWE. But um, after that, we got AJ Styles and Omos versus the Dirty Dogs.
0: Yes. Um, AJ tags Omos in immediately, and Rude looks very uncomfortable. Um, Omos drops Rude on the top buckle. Dolph is in, Um, gets roughed up a little bit, and then AJ, after Dolph gets slammed to the ground by Omos... AJ tags in, hits the phenomenal forearms, and wins. For his team.
1: Yeah. Uh, a, a squash match for AJ Nomas, which is great because it puts them back on top. Um back where they're supposed to be. It, they're asserting their dominance once again. Uh we then got an interview with Bobby Lashley. He says Dominic shouldn't have been on Team Raw in the first place. After I'm done with him, Ray can lick his wounds and come to, to Survivor Series. If anyone has any problem with that, they can come see me. They know where to find me. And then we get Ray Mysterio
2: versus Bobby Lashley. Yes, we do. Um, and this was a messy fucking match, wasn't it?
0: Um, So, one of our first... Notes of the match, if you will. Uh, Dominic distracts Bobby. Um, this gives Ray an uh, an opportunity to push Bobby from the ring, and I was like, Dominic, you're really fucking skating on thin ice here because um, they're not supposed to be doing shit right now. Um, but Ray pushes Bobby from the ring. He Penguin slides out and um. So we're, to, so, so we're kind of onto Bobby's shoulders, to some degree. Um, eventually, Bobby does get Ray up on his shoulders, but a hurricane run sends Lashley shoulder first into the um, ring post. Ray gets back in the ring. Bobby goes to climb in. Ray hits a messed up six one nine. Ray. Ends up uh, trying to crossbody Lashley. Lashley just catches him, tosses him into the barricade. Bobby eventually starts revving up for his iconic spear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gets the spear gets the vertical suplex. One arms the vertical suplex for a couple seconds.
1: Points very... at Dominic.
0: That was that was fucked up <laughs> in the best possible way, but fucked up all the same. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Ray gets a connecting six one nine. It's a splash onto Bobby, who does the most fucked up shit once again, which is waits for the two count before sitting up with Ray in his fucking arms, rolling over with him.
2: This <laughs> fucking.
0: It was like an Undertaker move, like just the way that he sat up. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. <laughs> um, Bobby ends up getting the, the, the. The hurt lock on him and uh, defeats him. Um, Dominic's just standing there like he doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> like. Oh, um,
1: he already fought Bobby once. He's not going to do it again.
2: Uh, I caught none of that.
0: I had none of that audio. Oh. That means that this is going to be the worst audio for the podcast. Like, actual audio stream. Fantastic.
1: Oh, that's the only bit that's been cutting out. Yeah, we'll see. I, we'll I, see. I can hear it.
0: <laughs> we'll I, see. I
1: hear what goes into the podcast. We'll see. Okay. So what did you say?
2: Oh, I don't remember now. I think I said that it's fair
0: that he doesn't want to fight Bobby anymore.
1: Um and then after the match Adam Pierce comes out and he says Ray after that it's for for your own good that I remove you from the Survivor Series team and the fifth member will be announced at a later point. And then Austin Theory runs in and beats the shit out of Ray and Dom. um, And takes a selfie. Pierce comes back out and he says, Austin Theory? I like your style. (laughs) You're on Team Raw. This is such bullshit. This fucking sucks. This is a joke. Oh but anyway that was the end of raw yeah
2: for no, good though
1: all right fortunately really. you want to talk about the best of the night
0: yeah I'll talk about the best of the night
1: all right so let's start with promo of the night there is a lot to choose from with this uh Biggie's promo with KO was really good um but then Becky's promo with uh Liv was also great um I did enjoy Arcade Bro's promo. Um, AJ almost was was funny, but if I had to pick, you know, what, I'll give you two choices: okay. Biggies and Becky's.
2: I'm leaning more mm. towards Biggie. Just because his,
1: like, went somewhere.
0: Okay, I'll go with Biggie. I didn't really have an opinion, a strong opinion one way or the other, so. We,
1: we needed, what we needed before this fucking Survivor Series was a face-to-face with Roman and Biggie. Maybe we'll get that on Friday, but we don't have it before Survivor Series. It is a waste. True. All right, let's talk about wrestler of the night now. Uh, out of all the wrestlers today, that wrestled today, let's see. Um,
2: who, What choices could I give you? Two.
1: Uh, um, I'll give you two choices. Uh, but before I give you those choices... If you have a question for our question segment, leave it in the chat uh, right now so it's there when we move on after the bests of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment and we'll get to it in the next episode. Uh, And if you're listening in the audio realm, join us at our live show, twitch.tv forward slash pinfall podcast to chat with us live. All right, so two choices, Kevin Owens and Montez Ford. I know, I know.
2: I think I gotta go
0: with Kevin.
1: I agree. I agree. Kevin
0: commits so hard to failures that it's like incredible <laughs> to me.
1: Miriam said maybe Biggie will confront Roman on Jimmy Fallon this week.
0: Imagine?
1: I feel like they would. Roman's
0: just sitting there and Biggie just comes bustling through.
1: Do you think? Do you think Roman's gonna wear the crown on Fallon?
0: god he better i feel like he's going to go as like joe and like with like a Aww. suit and stuff and i'm gonna be so disappointed
1: yeah he's gotta be in kayfabe he has to all right <sighs> uh finally let's do match of the night as always we go from the worst to the best match from tonight starting off with number two uh or starting off with a two out of ten uh, Riddle and Big E versus The Usos. This match was dog shit. It like, wasn't even very good and then had a terrible ending. That just predictably led to a, a six-man tag. It was terrible. Next up, with a 3 out of 10, Nikki Ash versus Queen Zelina. This was a bad match. This was pretty bad. And they had their... uh there one of their tag team champs get pinned clean
2: yeah it was um
0: was a choice huh
1: and then nikki it seemed like she was distracted by carmella just standing there like carmella didn't do anything nikki just got distracted by nothing all right next up with a 4 out of 10 aj and omas versus the dirty dogs
0: can I just say, hmm. you better be gearing up to do something with Nikki's character sooner or later, because, like, literally all they've been doing is, like, stepping on her.
1: Uh, get rid of it. Get rid of her character. She'll become a supervillain. You should go back to being Sandity. Bring back Sandity Nikki to mesh well with uh, Raya.
0: It's just, the thing, the thing is, it's just, like... The whole time that she had the title the whole thing was like you don't deserve it because you're not talented enough you're not good enough and she lost the title and then she got the tag titles yeah but like and they deleted the tag scene then she was eliminated or not eliminated excluded from the five women tag team Mm-hmm. today she was made fun
2: of for that I just she just stands there like a hurt puppy dog. She's literally their new Lana.
0: That's what she is. Yeah. She just stands there like, and then comes through with a promo the following week. That's like I believe in myself, and it's like,
1: no, you don't.
0: stop, stop believing in yourself for five minutes.
1: Um. All right. Next up, four out of ten. Riddle, Biggie, and Randy versus Seth and the Usos. It was a fine match. It wasn't very long, wasn't very in depth, wasn't very exciting. It did what it had to do. All right, next up, five out of ten. Ray Ripley versus Carmella. Watching Ray wrestle at any point is good enough, yeah. and uh, this was a decent enough match, especially after the last one we got, which was bad. Yeah. The the one we got right before this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, five out of ten. Bianca Belair versus Tamina. This is decent. Bianca versus. wrestling's fun.
0: Higher than I thought you'd rank it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I th- I thought the K O D on Tamina was cool. Uh, next up is. A 7 out of 10. Oh, 7 out of 10. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I thought this was a lot of fun. It was a very fun match. Tez was, was giving us some great moments. like When he was trying to take on Otis, he just kept going for the Lariats. None of them were working. And then just started like lightly slapping him. Pulled on his his straps of his uh, one piece. Yeah. Tez, Tez he's... Unlike anybody else, um, it really is. And the wrestling in this match was just great fun. Yeah, that's all you can really hope. Uh, next up, seven out of ten. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley. This was a very fun match in my opinion. Uh, but it was a squash. It was a squash. At the end of the day. Ray put in a lot of great work, um, but this never, this never felt like Ray was gonna win it. Um, yeah. It always felt dominant on Bobby's part. Next up, finally, match of the night in my opinion, a seven out of ten, Finn Bálor versus Kevin Owens. Great match. Great match. Yeah. This was a ton of fun. Ton of fun. I totally agree. Not not too in depth. Not too uh uh rich in story. But it was just a lot of fun. These guys are, are incredible performers. Naturally. I agree. Alright. You so, didn't
0: do this I'd be like confused, so
1: Yeah. So to run it back, promo of the night, uh Biggie is confronted by KO. Wrestler of the Night, Kevin Owens. Match of the Night, Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor. It is is it it is the KO show.
0: Once again.
1: <laughs> All right, you want to answer a question? I'll answer a question. All right, so Miriam asked, what has been your favorite Survivor Series match of the past? Either your favorite five on, on five team or another match that has taken place at Survivor Series. Ooh. I think
0: the NXT Takeover Five on Five Men's.
1: That was fun. The women's with Shayna was also a lot of fun.
2: True. Um.
1: Yeah.
2: I just, the the men's match was so good. I. I have to look back. Hold on.
1: Survive. Series match because there was one great Survivor Series match that I am trying to remember
0: was it NXT Invasion?
1: yeah, yeah. it wasn't TakeOver <laughs> still would have worked I mean that that was a fantastic match I'm trying to find one specifically that was from Survivor Series that I loved
2: um, an old one. Old one. But I don't know where to find I know where to find it on YouTube. But. Was it? Will we ever know?
1: Randy, no, not Randy Orton versus or Shawn Michaels. Um. Big Show versus Sheamus. No.
2: Let's see. Would it be in your watch history? I, I watched this a while ago. Oh. Uh, I believe in you. I'm trying to search the WWE
1: YouTube channel now um i mean any all of the five on fives are a lot of fun unless it's the women's one from last year that was dog shit
0: i think also um last year's men's five on five when seth refused to look at riddle was um a close runner-up honestly
1: (laughs) that was a great match Ooh, the aj styles versus shinsuke versus roddy match from two years ago,
3: mm.
1: that was great. Um, oh, the Brock Lesnar versus uh Rey Mysterio, where Dominic got involved.
2: Oh, yeah, no,
1: okay, I found it. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that that is my favorite Survivor Series match. That just that was incredible, that was fucking amazing, um, purely because of how great of a performer Daniel Bryan is, Bryan Danielson now. Mhm.
0: Um. Yeah. I I just I really like the five on fives
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the NXT invasion one was just so much more fun because it was like look at these other guys and I was like oh mm. other guys nice
1: yeah, it's, it's a very structured show that's like you don't need story for it and that's what's oh. perfect about it
0: yeah and somehow they've managed to really just stomp it into the ground this year I am really excited for the Damien Priest-Shinsuke match. I think that's going to be really fun.
1: Yeah, that... I mean, Damien Priest uh, said how much of an honor this this match is to him.
0: Yeah, I... I mean, pay-per-view Damien's always really fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Shinsuke, when he's allowed to be, is awesome. So, I'm excited Absolutely.
1: for that. Not excited for much else, but I'm excited for that. Biggie and Roman's going to be amazing.
0: That's going to be an interesting one. I just feel like we've seen a lot of things tangential to that now and it's like, like I've seen Biggie versus Roman. Have you? Yeah, didn't didn't Biggie fight Roman
2: Usos? Am I crazy on that one?
1: No, I I don't remember. I mean
2: I'm sure they No, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I know the new day has fought the Usos. Let's see. Biggie cage match. Let's look at matches. I feel like. Not recently. Yeah, I guess maybe I'm imagining things. No. Oh. On September 9th, September twentieth, they do the dates weird. Um, mm. the Bloodline defeated the New Day.
1: was was that on TV?
3: Yes. Really.
0: I believe so because yeah, it doesn't say it says WWE Monday Night Raw
1: but was it a dark TV match
0: it says TV show it Doesn't would it say dark match
1: yeah if you go into the episode it would say if it's a dark match or not okay let's see
0: I don't think it is because I'm a mad I'm not a mad like I, I, if, I if I'm remembering it so the dark match was Keith Lee versus question mark question mark question mark
1: well uh, go to the end of the show because there's one dark match they always said at the end of the show
0: I'm literally looking at the card.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. We I think we started with the six-man tag match.
3: Really. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Okay. Um. That was oh wow that was uh. You said that was September yeah September twentieth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because then, well, there was a triple threat Roman versus Biggie versus Bobby.
0: Yeah. We've seen Biggie versus Roman. That's the only reason why I'm not that, like.
1: Not in a singles match.
0: Wrestler versus a wrestler is a wrestler versus a wrestler.
2: Unless, like, there's a stipulation.
0: Who knows? Maybe we'll get an extreme rule stipulation that's then taken away five minutes later.
1: Yeah, maybe. But, uh, Arcade Bro awesome. versus the Usos will be a lot of fun.
0: I think that will be fun, yeah. That'll be interesting. Alright. We will do Pepita Predicts, um, eventually.
1: I I can't even think about that right now. I've got such a loaded week. Too much. Alright, well, that's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Uh Sure before you do that actually a new episode of the Universal Pokemon Federation is coming out this Thursday you won't want to miss it it's a never before seen battle featuring uh, Rob versus the Sonic Wizard in a roll the dice battle if you enjoy Pokemon you enjoy competition you enjoy esports you enjoy kind of a wrestling format done in a unique way check out the Universal Pokemon Federation uh, like I said, Rob vs. Sonic Wizard. Roll the dice battle. Completely randomized teams will be a lot of fun. And that premieres 6pm Eastern Standard Time at the u at upfworld.com Alright. Take over, Liz.
0: Okay. Um, if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tuned in in the future, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, please tune in tomorrow when we talk about NXT. Will it be the last time we talk about nfc Maybe. I don't know. I did say that after Survivor Series we would stop talking about NXT, but that's
1: I just I didn't think Survivor Series was so close.
0: Fair. But still. Maybe it'll be the last time because maybe I'll just lose my shit.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: So if you want to, tune in for that. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Fun. And uh Twitch stick around. We're gonna raid somebody. We're gonna raid Brandon Cutler um but our youtube is the pinfall podcast join us for the live show twitch.tv forward slash pinfall podcast uh our audio only show is on spotify just search the pinfall podcast we're one of the first ones that shows up uh our twitter is at pinfall podcast i'm at the mark cameron liz is at eliza elaine 23 and we'll see you tomorrow for nxt have a great night everybody we'll see you then And hang tight while we raid
2: Brandon Cutler.